What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Tyron Johnson Show. If you're new here, my name is Tyron Johnson, professional basketball player currently playing in France. And this is my podcast. This is my show where we come here. We come to motivate, educate, liberate, everything dealing with mental toughness, my experiences, just trying to give you guys a game. Guess what? I'm giving it to you for free. So if you like this type of content, if you are constantly watching these podcasts every Monday, please like and subscribe to the channel so that we can grow this thing, make this thing huge. Today's episode, we're talking about how hard work does not guarantee success, right? Hard work doesn't guarantee success. One of the main reasons why hard work doesn't guarantee success is because it's hard to measure hard work. What you consider hard work might not be hard work somewhere else. We have no idea what Luka Doncic was doing in Slovenia. We have no idea what Jokic was doing in Serbia, right? These guys are at the top of the league. These guys are at the pinnacle of the sport. These guys are some of the best in their fields. We don't know what they was doing, but in America, we are taught that we outwork everybody. We're smarter than everybody. We have better facilities. We have better everything and everybody, but we can't measure that because we have no idea what's going on over there. So you can't use your hard work as a measurement of success because you can feel like you're at peak level A, but this your baseline. Your baseline could be right here at a certain level, but a person who's from maybe the countryside who don't have as much uh, privileges as you their baseline could be way higher, you know? So that's why I always said one of the best workouts you can do is going to a gym where you're not the best player. Going to the gym where you're really, going to the gym where you're one of the worst players because being around better players makes you better and it accelerates your progress. So when you get back to guys that's more on your level, your baseline level is totally higher now. I tell a story all the time about how Orion Green, I'm a professional basketball player, came back to my school at UL Lafayette for a week. He was just training in the offseason, or I think he had just got cut, and he was about to sign another job, but he needed a week to work out. He came back, played me. I rebounded for him. He played me one-on-one -on -one for a week straight. That week accelerated my growth like six months. Because when I started playing in practice, I was at a whole nother level, way more physical, way smarter, understood how to use my body way better. And that just because I was playing with a guy that was 10 times better than me at the time. By the end of the week, I started beating him one-on-one. -on -one. But for the first three, four days, the guy brutally, brutally beat me. I'm talking about shot making, beating me up physically. I'm talking about was talking trash to me. Just the whole nine just totally destroyed me. So hard work can't be measured, so you cannot guarantee success from hard work, right? Because you just can't measure it. Next point I want to make was you could be working hard and dumb. A lot of people do not factor that in. A lot of people think that, oh, I'm tired and I'm sore, so I'm working extremely hard. Disclaimer. I'm using basketball analogies because this is my field of choice, but you can apply this to any job, any situation, right? 
I use basketball examples because I think that basketball is a good indication of how life works, right? So I'm going to go back. You could be working hard and dumb. I know so many guys that's like, I'm working super hard. I'm sore. Um, I'm sleeping all day. You might be working dumb. You might be making yourself prone to injuries, right? Because you might be making yourself worse. Some people could work hard and they can become worse as a, as a player. Because you could be working on things that you're just not good at. A guy that's not a shooter could be working on his shot all summer long. But if you can't shoot, you're wasting your time. You will do better at working hard at the things that you're great at and spending a little bit of time working on your shooting. Because the things that you're great at right now is the thing that's going to get you paid. Your shooting is going to get you super paid. It's going to make you super, super duper un unstoppable. So spend that 20% that, that of the time working on your shooting. Don't spend that 20% of your time just bull crapping around in the gym. Make sure that you're getting that extra work in because this is something that you need to work on, right? If you, I know playing in Europe, there's a disconnect between players and teams. After the season, many European players stop playing for two months, stop working out, stop training. And those guys typically use preseason to get back in shape. This is my experience now. We Americans, we don't do that. After the season's finished, we take a week off, maybe two, and we're right back to it. But we're working out twice as twice harder than we do during the season. We're doing three a days, two a days. A typical day for me in the summer is 5 a.m. wake up, straight to the gym, fasted workout. I don't eat anything. I'm going straight to the weight room, straight to the court for skills work. Go home, eat breakfast, rest, go back to the gym around 1 o'clock, get shots up, eat, go back, chill, go back in the afternoon, probably get some, some, some conditioning around about 6 o'clock. That's like three workouts a day, especially if, I don't, if I'm just doing skill work in the morning, then I'm going to do some type of conditioning work in the afternoon. If I do conditioning work in my skill work, then I typically don't do conditioning in the afternoon. And two days out of the week, like a Wednesday and a Saturday, where I'm very light, like my Wednesdays in the summer is just strictly shooting. So it's more of a light day. I typically run that afternoon. On Saturday, it's most likely the same. So I probably run, that's when I run my miles and stuff like that. But when we get to Europe and we go through the preseason, we're already in shape because if we're not in shape, you got, Europeans will try to fire us. They'll say that you're not ready. Uh, if I'm not showing my best, then you possibly will fire us. So we come into the season in shape. But what happens is we will call that working hard because you guys want to go to a track. The track and basketball does not work together. You go on a track in the summer for mental stamina to try to increase your stamina from a point where you're breaking through tough situations. But in the preseason, we're going from the track to practice, to rest, to another two, three hour practice. It's too much on your body. And I've seen so many guys hurt their knees, hurt their ankles, Achilles, 
So many injuries in the summer because we're working hard and dumb. As professionals, we don't have to do a practice full of handoffs. If we're professionals, then you should just tell us, hand the ball off. You should just tell us, set a down screen. You shouldn't be teaching me how to set down screens, how to do handoffs, how to come off ball screens. If there's a, a, if there's a drop coverage, you should say, drop coverage, use the screen, play one-on-one or play two-on-two. I'm sorry, you have to play two-on-two to play pick and roll. But drop coverage, play two-on-two. Simple. You could say play step coverage. Simple. But we will spend an hour and a half in these gyms going over these very basic things that we should have learned at 13 years old. Right? So we're working hard and dumb. We could have been spending more of that time on building chemistry. Could have been spending more of that time understanding how can we utilize our best players? How can we utilize our worst players? Right? And on the team that I've been successful with, we've kind of figured that out. So working hard does not guarantee success. You can be in the gym all the time. You could train all the time. But you could be training and working on the wrong things because you're working dumb and not smart. Third point. Your coaches and team don't owe you anything. I know a lot of guys that use this sentence and think that it holds some type of weight. Man, I work hard, so I deserve to play. Buddy, you do not deserve anything in this world. Nobody owes you anything. If this coach has favoritism towards some player that he's been with for multiple years, or if he has favoritism to some player because he know their family. That's nothing you can do about that. That's nothing you should want to do about that. It is what it is. That's sports. That's the business. You have to understand that this is no longer a sport. This is a business. Right? And nobody owes you anything in business. Everybody's out for self. <laughs> so you working hard. And thinking that you're going to get rewarded for that makes no sense. All you're going to do is you're going to drain yourself of energy because you're focusing on things that you can't control. I'm super guilty of it. I'm a guy that's super disciplined. I mean, I rarely drink. I don't smoke. I spend about four or five hours a day working on my game. I know my teammates ain't doing the same. Um, I'm dedicated to the team. If you watch me play, you can see the passion is there and I'm selfless and you don't even get, I don't even get credit for that because of stereotypes, especially in Europe, especially I'm black and American. So that's two stereotypes that don't involve teamwork and don't involve leadership and don't involve hardworking. The stereotype is that we're gifted and, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. That's kind of political. But anyway. What I'm saying is, is that people don't owe you anything, man. You can win with this team. They don't owe you anything. You could be the leader of this team. They don't owe you anything. You have to make sure that you're working for the right reasons. You're working for the right reason. You're working to get better. You're working to really figure it out. Because your teammates can be selfish. Your coach can be ignorant. Your GM could be racist. It could be so much things, bro. You're just not guaranteed success from working hard. Last point I want to make and conclude and what I should say, what I want to say about how hard working can possibly guarantee you success.
the way that hard work can possibly guarantee you success is when you work hard with no expectations. When you show up to do the job and you're not expecting anything in return, that's when hard work can guarantee success because it might not be success to the global public, but it's success to you. When you get up in the morning and you are disciplined on a daily basis, when you're in the gym grinding on a daily basis, when you're putting in this work day by day, night by night, you're studying the game, whatever your measurement of success is, you get to control that and you get to measure that. That's how you can guarantee success. But if you want success to come from the, from the public, sports writers, newspapers, fans, friends, family, teammates, coaches, you're going to fail. You, 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 that can't be guaranteed. Because when, you, when you're winning, the fans, the sports writers, they love you. When you're losing, they hate you. LeBron just came out with a statement saying, to young players, stay off the TV, stop watching TV, stay off social media, or limit yourself to that because people love you when you're up and they hate you when you're down. There's really no loyalty in this sport because it's a business, once again. You got guys like Leo Messi getting booed in PSG. Like, it's one of the greatest of all time because they disagree with a few things that he's doing. They don't appreciate the last 20 years this man have given to this sport, right? So if they're going to boo Leo Messi, what do you, they, bro, look how people talk about LeBron, Floyd Mayweather, like some of the greatest athletes of all time. People dog them and find flaws and stuff in their games. What do you think they're doing to you? That's why whenever you have all of these meeting with these fans, keep it professional. Because these people talk about you. They're, they don't have your best interest. They have their best interest. You can respect them, but there's no real true love there, right? There's no real true love there. Let's just be honest. It is what it is, man. You using me, I'm using you. It is what it is. So work hard for yourself. Work hard to prove yourself right. Don't work hard to try to prove somebody else right because you are, that's a fight that you're never going to be able to win. You're never going to be able to win. You can win one championship, they'll say, well, you ain't got two. You can win two championships, they'll say, well, Deshaun got three. So you're still like, it's never going to stop, right? So it's not about gaining success. It's about working hard because that's who you are as a person. That's your morals. That's your principles. You work because this is who you are. And be that person 24-7. All right. Once again, if you got this far, that means you have to like this video at least a little bit. So smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, tell a friend, tell a friend, share this with you all on all your social platforms. Right. Every day, make them pay so that one day you can live a truth life. Till next time, I'm out of here, baby.